Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bootleg Head Podcast special guest, my guy representing Las Vegas, man. Mm-hmm. Yada's in the building. You already know, man. What's going on, bro? What's going on, brother? How you been, man? Yeah, chilling, chilling, doing good. You working, been working? Working, 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 man. That's it. Uh, what part? For people who don't know, man, you know, obviously Vegas is a city that people kind of go in and out of. They go and they do what they do and then they go home. No, I don't think nobody ever leaves the strip too much, man. Yeah. I, what part I, of Vegas I be, you from? I be telling, well, you know, I'm I'm originally from Reno. Okay. So I moved up to Vegas as a late teen. But um, I tell people all the time, Vegas got a Martin Luther King, uh, West Side, East Side, North Side. Yeah. So no, usually, so usually yeah. when people come down, you know what I'm saying, I, I give them a, a light taste of it. I don't take them too deep around there or nothing like that. Right, so right, 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 right. right. Yeah, M- MLK in uh, Vegas is active. <laughs> yeah. North Town is a wild place. I lived, I lived like, when I ha- had my crib there and I, I owned there, I was on a, I was like, Technically, the north side, but mm-hmm. not north town. So I was like Craig in the 15. So, like, the oh, last. Oh, you was damn near there, though. Yeah, I was like, like the last exit yeah. before you hit, like, uh, the, the Going speedway. towards up, yeah. Yeah. So, hey, but look, man, you've been doing your thing for some years now. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. Obviously, heavily MMG affiliated. I just saw you uh, with Ross. At the, was, you, was you at Dre's this past weekend when Drake was there? Not this weekend. I didn't go. Yeah. yeah, but the, that would have been the weekend, weekend to go. The waffle color guy was there, yeah, as you said in the freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I ain't gonna lie. I had just got back in town from doing like a um, like a four city trip, four days, four days for um, four days, four flights. So, yeah, for you, because um, you know you have a pretty crazy life that you've lived. Mm-hmm. Um, you've been doing the rap shit. I feel like I first met you probably around twenty ten or eleven when I was living out there. It's been a grind. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, what motivates you to still do this hip hop shit, man? Because you are like you, you, you're a new artist, but you're also not. A, you're a veteran in this shit. Yeah, this shit for a long time. Um, basically, like the progress. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, if you listen to my stuff from then to now, you know it's a huge. I don't even sound the same. You know what right. I'm saying? And then, um, man, I ain't gonna lie, it's keeping me out of a lot of trouble. You know what I'm saying? So. The progress, and then you know my son. So you know he he's looking at everything I do right now too, real heavy. So that's the last thing I want to do is do some uh, some dumb shit. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, because how old is your son? He's 15. Oh, yeah, he's old enough to like... Yeah, like he's scoping everything, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you obviously, coming up, you did a, what, five years? Yeah, yeah. Federal? I did, I did a five-year fed, but yeah, U.S. How old were you when that happened? Um, What, 20, 21, something like that. But yeah, I did five years uh, max fed prison. What 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 for? Um, distributional weapons. Oh shit! Yeah, that's a serious. Uh, yeah, distribution weapons got me on a domestic terrorist list. So you were like Nicholas Cage in the Lord of War, kind of. <laughs> nah, <laughs> what, what was going on? Um, me and my homie was taking guns down to Arizona and um trading them to the essays for uh for for coke. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. I didn't know how big those dudes were. You know what I'm saying? We were just going down there getting it. You know what I'm saying? Bringing you it You didn't back. know who, like necessarily how... I didn't know yeah. how it was rocking. You know what right. I'm saying? So um, we were doing that. And, um, you know, the feds was on them. They were, I guess some dudes was part of the cartel. Shit. Yeah. So you just kind of caught a stray. Well, we went down there to buy something. And then one day, one of them was like, hey, can you give me some of those? And I was like, yeah, because my homie had a gun on his hip. And uh, he was like, um, you give me that, I'll give you this. I was like, what? I was like, you give me that whole thing? He said, yeah, you give me three of those. I give you this whole thing. So we left, came back. He gave it to us. And then, you know, I went and sold it to him. I was like, it was the best money ever. Of so course. we started going back and forth doing that. You know, dude was giving me a list. and Of, um, of like what he needed. Yeah. And it started to get like, it started to get a little crazy after a while. So, I mean, everything happened for a reason. So the last time he gave me a list, it was like a grenade launcher on there. I was like, man, I can't get that. Yeah, where am I going to get that? What like, do you need that for? He, he was like, you can. Go ahead. Just try yeah. And I'm like, alright. But by then, you know what I'm saying? Like a week later we end up in cuffs. Jesus. Yeah. yeah, that is one thing. I mean, I'm from Arizona and there's always a very high premium on firepower because I feel like they have they're always fighting wars. Yeah, because we was going out to Tucson. Mm-hmm. That's where this is going on at. Yeah. The yeah. cartels, every yeah. cartel is always at war and they always need more weapons, man. Yeah, it was crazy. It Damn. was real crazy. Damn. So did they did those guys end up getting knocked too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, when, when they came and got those guys, they wrapped me up. And, um, you know, I didn't know what was going on or whatever. So it was kind of like um, they knew what was up. Like, yeah. you know, the feds ain't stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they was like, okay, this dude ain't. Uh. What, was, uh, what was doing five years like, man? Was that something that was like mentally, I'm sure it was mentally taxing? Something man, was- it, was a, it was a real eye-opener. Because um, I, I did my, my time at a USP, so I was the only one in there that um, – didn't have at least a 10 to 15 year sentence mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so um it was weird i had i actually had a um an attempted murder warrant in denver colorado springs so they had to send me to a max because i was high custody so they sent me to a max prison i mean it was an eye-opener like out the gate like it was it was a totally different world man it ain't nothing like you see on the tiktoks and stuff how dudes be in prison playing around and stuff like that it's like everyday serious yeah they say like federal like is, is federal prison Nicer than a state prison, though. If you go to a FCI or um, a camp, yeah. But where you were at, it was no. Everybody was, in there had everybody in there. Like my roommate had thirty five years. Jesus. Yeah, my dude, one of my dudes, Pee Wee. I used to hang out with all the time. He had ninety nine years for what? Um, my dude had thirty five years for drugs. Pee Wee had robbed a couple of banks. Um, but so everybody that had violence, anybody that had any violence in their record, got were, sent there. They, they were at your spot. Mm-hmm. Jesus, man. Yeah. Like for you, was it like uh, like what were the things that you had to kind of like do on a daily basis to kind of keep your mind somewhere else? You know, because I'm sure. Man, I used to write every day. I used to rap. Just write. I lyrics. used to rap. Yeah, and then like you know the homies or the, the car I was with, they used to like, man, let me hear that. Let me hear that. You know what I'm saying? They, they used to like to hear me rap and stuff like that. But other than that, work out like crazy. And then um, 
when I first got there, it was kind of kind of a weird situation because I was in a room with a dude from Mississippi, and you know my my homie was like, "Man, we need this cell." My homie actually took a cell from him. Mm-hmm. He was like, "You can't be in this cell no more." You know what I'm saying? Da-da-da. And I was like, "Damn, this shit work like this." You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's crazy, but that's crazy. So you uh, you w- before you got incarcerated, were you dabbling with the rap shit? Barely, barely, barely. Yeah. Would you say that you getting locked up made you like hone that a little bit more? Hundred percent. Because being in there, you know, um, <clears throat> even like um, you know, being in the room with somebody who had thirty five years, you know what I'm saying? He got locked up at eighteen, right? You know what I'm saying? So it makes you look at things a lot different. You know what I'm saying? And you ain't in there with everybody that got two, three years. You gonna run into half of these dudes on the street. Like I say, ninety five percent of the people I was in prison with. We'll never see the streets again. Crazy. So you get out, and then is it like from there you're like, I need to try to chase this rap dream? Well, I got out, and then um, I started rapping a little bit, and then, you know, I said I got back into trapping a lot. And then um, me and Natter, Natter had actually made a bet with me because, you know, I had like dibbled and dabbled. He was like, man, if I get a Lamborghini, you know, um, you got to make a mixtape. That's what we bet, you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? So he ended up getting a Lambo. That's how I made my first mixtape. What year was that? And then 2014. Shit. Okay, yeah. Maybe. Because that first, you know, my first mixtape got landed in the hands of Ross. Mm-hmm. And then, like, that was, like, kind of a jump That's off. That's how me. you kind of started to link mm-hmm. up with Ross. Because at the time, Ross is in Vegas all the time. He was. He's was, with you guys all the time. Mm-hmm. He's That's when Meek was first coming out and everything. So, yeah, um, around 2014, yeah. And like I said, the first mixtape I dropped and got in, got in his hands. Crazy. So yeah. from there, like, because are you technically signed to MMG? Because I management. feel like so it's a management. Shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not signed to the label as an artist, but I'm signed under their management. Yeah. Like, what was it about? Because I I do feel like Ross has always had a great ear for picking talent. We think of Meek Mill, Wale, Pill. Uh, I mean, we go on and on and on. But what was it about, like your guys' relationship? Or well, Ross had seen um. I was financially stable. Right. So he was like, man, don't sign to a label. You know, do your independent thing. And when the labels come in, I'll come in there and we'll negotiate everything so they know they can't play with you and we're going to get you what you need to do. Right. So run with the brand and da 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 And then when it's time to do major deals, you know, he's involved. You know what I'm saying? So that was kind of the uh, arrangement on that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Damn, 2014, that's like. Yeah, almost 10 years ago. Yeah, eight years ago. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I'd already, I'd already moved out of Vegas at that time. Mm-hmm. It's been a long grind, man. I think that first year I even started fucking with Ross, I dropped like six mixtapes. Yeah, you was, uh, you were definitely turning up. Yeah. Yo, you were at Strip Hop with Nipsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this yeah, is like the legendary "Grinding All My Life" uh, that bar line yeah, that he yeah. says. Yeah. And and if you at the time I was living there, mm-hmm. so I remember hearing about it. That was that the night that got Strip Hop closed, or was that a different night? I think it was a different night. It was a that, different night. Yeah. That but led the, to it though. Yeah, yeah that led to it because I think I remember the the night that actually ended up getting it closed. I think someone died, right? Yeah, somebody got shot right in the like valley. right in front yeah, of the fucking yeah, door. Right in valley, yeah. yeah. So give us the the night you were there with Nipsey. What happened? Tell us about that night. Man, that night was just wild. I think um, you could kind of feel it in the air when you came in that something was going to pop off. Right. You know what I'm saying? For people who don't know, because there is some context here, Strip Hop was a Vegas strip club that was at Deja Vu, or was that? 
It was at, seamless days. It, it was it was it was right it was across like the street a, from New Orleans. Yeah, and it was open for maybe six months. Mm-hmm. But in those six months, <laughs> it was legendary. Was Rick Ross was in there. Fifty was. In, I mean, it was insane. Everybody was in there. All right. So, yeah. okay, tell us about the night with Nip. Um, and I ain't gonna lie, man. That night, like you could feel it in the air. Something was gonna pop up. I had already, I had already felt like that going there. And then, um, I remember this chick I was dealing with was in there. And I was, I ain't going in front. I was talking to her and trying to get her and her friend to come with me mm-hmm. that night. And then uh, I seen like her like go like this. So I'm like, what the hell? And it was just chaotic after that a little bit. So what happened? Was it a shootout? Was it at a- first just a fight? And then you know, people ran out of there, started you know, somebody got in there with a gun, of course, and right. they started shooting. Yeah. So was this a fight involving Nipsey, or was Nipsey just there? Um. I think it was involving him and his crew. I don't think he was actually involved in it at first. But, you know, as things starting to spread out, people spreading out, people just start punching and socking on people as they just run. It's like a fucking free-for-all. Yeah, that's what ended up happening, for real, for real. I don't want to put too much on, because I know both parties. Hey, we got to interrupt the interview, man. Hey, shout-out to MyBookie, man. Make sure you go to MyBookie.ag. NFL season, it's over. But at MyBookie, the opportunities to win. They're not over, baby. They don't stop ever, all right? Whether you want to make some extra or just make the games more exciting, MyBookie is going to give you the most for your money with their deposit bonuses. Now, listen, if you sign up right now, go to MyBookie.ag, use that promo code BOOTLEG, you're going to get a welcome bonus up to $1,000. And on top of that, March Madness is on the way, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That college basketball tournament is coming. They're going to give you a free $150,000 March Madness bracket contest entry. Imagine if you win one hundred and fifty dollars you didn't have to put no money up. Crazy. You got to go to mybookie.ag, sign up with that promo code BOOTLEG right now. $1,000 deposit bonus. If you put $1,000 in, they're going to give you another $1,000, all right? And of course, so much to bet on. With MyBookie, you could do NCAA, NBA, NHL, UFC, boxing. What you, is Jake Paul going to win? I don't know, but you could, you could put some money on Jake Paul. I would, all right? Of course, they also got their weekly online blackjack tournaments. So much roulette. I mean, slots. So much. With so many brands to choose from, trust my bookie. I've been rocking with them for over 10 years, goddammit. And they're so easy to get your money out of, so easy to make money with. They got the best, like, simplest platform to use, the best props. Man, trust me. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. MyBookie.ag, promo code bootleg. Sign up. Also, shout out to our family at Hardeen. Hardeen, Las Vegas. Yes, you see them. I was just there in Vegas yesterday. This is the best place I've ever been to in terms of dispensaries. I've been to probably hundreds of these things. And the experience at Hardeen is like nowhere else. The customer service, the selection of premium cannabis, the experience as a customer that you get when you walk into the building in Las Vegas is bar none the best. It's just the best, man. They are the best. We got so much going on this weekend. They're sponsoring the Rolling Stone Party on Friday, Super Bowl weekend. Fabulous Thursday, Offset Friday, Meek Saturday. It's a lot going on with Hardeen. You got to follow him at Hardeen underscore Las Vegas right now. Shoot him a follow on Instagram. While you're at it, go to their website, HardeenLasVegas.com. So much fly gear, so much fly weed. What are we talking about, baby? Shout out to Hardeen, man. That's the family, man. Go, if you're in Vegas, pull up on him, man. Hardeen, Las Vegas. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know both sides. Yeah, yeah. So were you there with Nip, or were you just happened no, to be there, there the same him. night? I wasn't there with him, but, you know, we uh, 
we both used to record at Mall Studio. Yeah. Yeah. At his house? Yeah, when, mm-hmm. you know, before all that other stuff happened, so. That was a crazy house to be at. Yeah, it was. It was. One of the more legendary places I frequented in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, too, because if you think back yeah. to, like, Prime, like, you know, I remember taking, like, 2 chains over there for the first time in, like, 2010. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I talked Big Sean over there. Franny was bringing everyone and their mom over there. Maul's crib was insane. It was like... Uh, it was, it was, I think it was crazier than people even like hear about. Cause I feel like once he got on TV and things kind of spun in that direction, you know, the mystique was kind of gone. But yeah. for a while, no, yeah, I, that's that's 100% right. As you said, that, you yeah, would that, come that. to Vegas and you'd be like, who is this guy? Yeah, I ain't that, gonna lie. People still ask me about him. Yeah. To this day, people still be like, hey, you know, matter of fact, I just had somebody ask me about him about 30 minutes ago. I was just in the jury district. Before I came here. Did I hear what's up with Molly Mall? Somebody said that. Yeah, it was a mall. I don't really speak on his situation too much. I was just like, I don't fuck with him no more. Yeah, it's a situation that, you know, if if it's a, you know, it is yeah. what it is. But yeah, but what was what was the crib like though back then when you were recording? Because he had this house. He had a man. That was a, that a was dog a, that run was, with a bunch of wolves. I gave him a wolf. One of them wolves was mine. Man, the fucking wolves. I remember I went to pet it and the thing almost yeah, took my hand one, off. One of them one of the moves was mine. I I couldn't keep it at my house, so I gave it to him. He had a fucking boat, the giant snake in the mm-hmm. garage. He had the, the back house, which was like two or three studios. Yeah. I mean that's where the model was recording. I ain't gonna lie, he let me um he used to let me record for free. Yeah. He did he used to let me record for free as long as it wasn't booked and then um it was a it was a that 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 house you you never heard a no at that house from a female. I think once they got there, it was just everything was, you know It was what like, saying? this is the agreement. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? I think that's why Justin Bieber enjoyed it so much as a child. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Yo, I was, I don't know. Were you there? He had a birthday party with Justin Bieber was there, Wiz, Chris Brown. Mm-mm, I wasn't there. I didn't make that. Oh, my yeah. God. I just remember Justin Bieber was clearly high on something that wasn't marijuana. And it was just a bunch of naked bitches serving drinks and had, there was the weed bar with like where the arcade machines were. It was a wild house, man. Legendary shit. Yeah, super. Yeah. yeah it, look, I don't know all the details of his circumstance, but you know, yeah. we had some good times with Molly Ball, man. Um, for you, how do you kind of look at like uh, why Vegas has not necessarily popped on the national scene yet when it comes to hip hop? Because there are some guys like Baby Keem who's fucking huge, mm. but he doesn't necessarily rep Vegas. Yeah, I know. And he's I from Vegas. Yeah, he is. He is. I don't know what's up with that uh, personally. I don't know. Maybe he's. Um, I don't know. I can't even. Like Neo's from Vegas. He went to Rancho. Yeah, yeah. but like he barely talks about it. You he know? does. Um, then Dizzy. You know Dizzy I mean? obviously, Dizzy. I think is Dizzy. the biggest guy who's yeah, for made sure. a great career. Dizzy, Dizzy's done. I, I salute to Dizzy in his career, one hundred percent, and what he's still an doing. amazing independent career, mm-hmm. still doing his thing. Open had the store on uh, on Sahara, right? Was it on mm-hmm. Sahara? Yeah. Dizzy's definitely doing his thing. Great, great representative for yeah. the city. Um, I don't know, man, but you know, it's kind of like people don't understand the grind, right? You know what I'm saying? And I I came in at a point where everything was switching. Like, like right in between when I came in was like everything was going digital from like CDs and stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? I came in like right in the middle. So, you know, on my first mixtape, you know, I printed up 20,000 CDs. And on my second one, I printed up 30,000. And I had gave them all out for free. Right. So when people was walking, and then, you know, you know, I was driving around in a Rolls Royce at the time. So. I pull up on your car in the Rolls Royce. I'm like, here, man, take this CD. It's me. People, people will be like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, it's free. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? People, you know, presentation is everything. 
And then I was hitting every DJ convention. I was flying out. I was going to every, I was hitting everything. There wasn't one thing I wasn't at, you know what I'm saying? As far as all the DJ conventions, Super Bowls, um, Bayou Classics, you know, everything, All-Stars, you know what I'm saying? I was hitting everything. And that's how people started knowing my name. Um, taking flash drives. I was giving out flash drives with my name on mm-hmm. it. Now, you was doing me. all the, you were yeah. doing the whole, you got, you got, you got spent a lot of money, man. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think people, people, you know, People don't understand, like, you know, for even with getting my first jewelry, you know, my homeboys had took my money because, you know, I had invested with them on some, you know, legal shit or whatever. They took my money from me and bought my jewelry because I wouldn't buy it because I was always spending money on my music. Right. And they, the homies was like, man, you got to start getting dressed. You got to start doing that. And I'm like, nah, I'm spending money on beats. I'm spending my studio right. time. So they was like, you got to have an image. So I don't think people are willing to do that. Right. People are more worried about their image. And I don't think, like, people, people see... The rose when it's blossomed. They don't see when you put the seed in the ground and then how you got to put some shit on it for it to grow. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think people are scared to get that shit on them. I'm curious, as somebody who has lived like the life that you've lived and comes from the cloth that you're cut, like you're cut from, how do you feel about, you know, this... There's a lot of snitching going on in hip hop, obviously. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, the YSL situation. Yeah. There's just a lot going well, on. Man, I think you, people got to understand. I think sometimes we expect too much from a lot of these dudes. You know what I'm saying? Just because they're talking about something like, I mean, we see Joe Pesci in all kind of mobster movies. We know he's not a mobster True. in real life. So it's the same thing. It's entertainment. So when you see these other guys, you got to understand they're just rapping about stuff they haven't really probably lived that life. Right. Especially dudes that get on when they're like 19, 20 years old. It's like, what have you experienced? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not too much you can... It's not like too much dirt you actually probably yeah, did. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I think we expect too much from them. And what's weird to me is why people get money and want to go back to the streets, which is a big insecurity. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, people get money and want to be tough. I'm trying to get money and be soft. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to get money and be out the way. You know what I'm saying? Fucking with some kids. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Living life how you're supposed to. People are moving backwards. Yeah, like, they get some money and they want to go back down to the hood. It's like, that's it doesn't the make whole any point. sense. It's, it's stupid as hell. And when they do that, they end up getting caught in them situations and then they like, can't handle yeah, it. Yeah, like, even like, like you know, we, we lost someone like Takeoff, who's one of my favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you're a millionaire. Shooting dice. Yeah, like in a city, like a city you're not from. Like, yeah. why are we shooting dice? Like, go to the casino. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, I don't even gamble, but I wouldn't. That's something I wouldn't. Even Is it hard know. not to gamble and live in Vegas? No, no. I've gambled with my, my money other ways. I'm cool on the casino. <laughs> he's like, I, I, he's like, I got other ways to gamble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've gambled with my money way too many other ways to give it away for free, man. That's yeah. fair. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the gambling shit. I was never a gambler until I lived there, and then really. You start gambling? Oh, yeah. I, I, man, it's a lot of lights out there, man. It's a lot of electricity bills they paying off In people. more than one way, too. Yeah. Like, I got to Vegas, and I just discovered a whole other world. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it'll suck you in fast. It didn't suck me in. I was pretty, like, level-headed the whole time. But, like, I, you know, you just, like there's real culture in Vegas that people will never understand unless you live there. For sure. Because sure. you always hear people be like, man, Vegas ain't got no culture, it's just casinos. I'm like, that's not true. Mm-mm. Like, you have to really live there and understand that, like, there is, like, real Vegas culture that, and it's a city that breeds, like, hustle. Yeah, for sure. Like, you have to, like, if you grow up in Vegas. For sure. Even if you end up being a valet guy, you're making six figures if you're at the right casino. Like, yeah. if you're yeah. if you're a beautiful girl in Vegas, that's the one thing I always thought, man, if I ever had a daughter, I could never be in Vegas. Because never, the chances of yeah. her being a stripper or a bottle girl 
are very high. Ninety percent. It's like, uh, man, and I've uh, seen the progression. I remember I was like, fuck with a bitch when she was like working at like Little Darlings, right? And mm-hmm. then she'll end up at the Rhino, and then she'll end up on the internet. <laughs> it's like, man, I see it all the time. It's crazy though, but um, a lot of people don't understand that, man. Like. Vegas is one place. I've been to a lot of cities, but Vegas is one place where I've seen a lot of young young men and women riding around foreigns and big like big lifestyles like at an early age. You know what I'm saying? It's like, a city like if you know if you know how to get money, you yeah, get money there. Yeah, it's it's a real hustle city for real. For sure. Yeah. How do you feel like um, with like you know obviously it's become like. Now the Raiders are there. Yeah. The Las Vegas Aces are there. They're talking about an NBA team. They're talking about the Oakland A's might be coming. Mm-hmm. It does feel like it's growing exponentially, but it also feels like... It's getting commercial. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's all, you know, there's always been an element of that, but for you, like, how do you feel about, like, the growth? Like, I mean, it's probably I mean, good it's, for your real estate value. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good, and... um as long as they can come out, you know, a lot of the Raiders dudes is getting in trouble. They kind of... Oh, my God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? As long as you can handle it, it's good growth for the city. I mean, it's creating more jobs and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's probably I feel a like, terrible city to be a rookie in. Yeah, for sure. Henry Ruggs. But I think it's a good because, um, man, growing up, everybody you've seen in Vegas that was had fancy cars or big jewelry and stuff was either dope boys or pimps. For sure. So now, you know what I'm saying? And I know that because um, I've had several conversations with people. And they was like, man, when I seen you driving there, I knew I could get it. And I was like, what? I didn't really think it was that much of a big deal. You know what I'm saying? But hearing people say that, then I was like, damn. So if they thought that about me, imagine what they think about the Raiders or somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's a good thing. Though. Yeah, I mean, you and your crew definitely were move, are, are move around in ways that most rappers can't. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Do you think that that was also like for you, like, because I do feel like there was an aspect of like, if people were coming to, to Vegas... There was like you and Natter, right? Mm. There was like Maul. It's like these guys who kind of were like gatekeepers of the city. Like it'd yeah. be smart to tap in. Yeah. Not yeah. necessarily like you guys were like, yo, you got to tap in. No, nah, yeah. People just can't fuck with it. But I feel like that's what attracted Ross to me. Yeah. And they're like, who's said, this fucking guy said, with this Rolls Royce yeah, and all this ice? And, yeah. Because yeah. I, I pulled up on when I met Ross, I was in the Phantom. Um, but even um, majority of my features. Like, even the one I got with Kevin Gates. You know, I met Kevin Gates in New York, and um, I was super heavy at the time. Like, right. I had on hell and shit, you know what I'm saying? First thing he said, he was like, um, where you from? I was like, I'm from Vegas. First thing he said, he's like, man, you look like you know what's going on around there. I was like, yeah, I do. So, you know, we tapped in like that. And I ain't going to lie, a lot of people, because of, of the look, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Obviously, I mean, that's and that is, that is something that... There is something to be said that, you know, if you do buy jewelry as an artist, it's kind of an investment. It is. But you got to have something to back it up, too. You got to have something to back it yeah, up. Yeah, you, you got to. Yeah, you can't have all the jewelry and then hop into a and then, specific. And then, and then don't have, yeah, for real. Right. And then don't have no music out either. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people. Invest that in the music of, first. Yeah, it's a lot of people who got a lot of jewelry and no music. It's yeah. like, come on, bro. Or their music, they don't take the, the craft serious. Yeah, they don't. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I think that's the pro- That's the biggest problem. 100%. Hey, we got to stop the interview to tell you about our good folks at Blue Chew, baby. That's right. A lot of people keep asking me, does Blue Chew work? Fuck yeah, it does. And if you don't believe me, they'll give you a whole month for free right now if you go to bluechew.com and use that promo code BOOTLEG. That's BlueChew.com, promo code BOOTLEG. You get a month of Blue Chew for free. Delivered to your fucking house. All you do is pay $5 in shipping. What is Blue Chew, you ask? Well, let me tell you. It has the same active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis in a chewable tablet. But it is discreetly delivered right to your doorstep. No awkward doctor's visits. 
Imagine going and telling uh, an old guy about your dick. You would prefer not to do that. I know I'd prefer not to do that, you know? But you could do it all online, bluechew.com. You don't have to go to the doctor's appointment in person no more. No, they're going to send it straight to your door, all right? Your wife won't even know it came. Your wife won't know that you came and it came, all right? So what you do is you, uh, you go to bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg, and you get a month of uh, the whole thing for free. That's right, a month's supply of Blue Chew for free, straight to your door. They also just dropped their new mint chewable, which is the same exact active ingredient as Levitra. So many options for you at Blue Chew to make sure your dick is right going into the springtime, baby. Look, spring break's coming. Uh, are you going to be coming? The real question is, is your partner going to be coming? Not with the noodle dick. Let's be honest. Make sure that shit's hard as fuck. Go to bluechew.com, use the promo code bootleg, and get a month's supply for free. And if you're dealing with erectile dysfunction, it's okay, man. It happens to the best of us. Go to Blue Chew and put a Band-Aid on that thing. Bluechew.com, promo code bootleg. Also, while we're talking about our partners, shout out to our family at Odd Socks. Ooh, look at these Odd Socks underwear, man. They're, they're half-baked. So much going on at Odd Socks. Uh, so many dope licenses, man. Shout out to, uh, they got Cheetos. They got Jaws. Fucking Oreos. Cheech and Chong. Naruto. WWE. By the way, WrestleMania's coming. I can't wait to see what dope... WrestleMania socks they do this year because last year they knocked it out the park at Odd Socks. Look, the most comfortable socks in the world. They got the Odd Socks basics that you need on your feet. Uh, all you got to do is go to oddsocksofficial.com right now. Use the promo code bootleg at checkout. You'll save 20% off your total order. Underwear, socks, shit, hats, whatever you need. They got it at Odd Socks. Uh, they just got the Coca Cola deal. So you can go get some Coca Cola draws, Coca Cola socks. So much always going on at Odd Socks. I'm going to always say my favorites are the WWE and the Breaking Bad ones. Um, so go to oddsocksofficial.com right now. Use that promo code BOOTLEG, and you will save 20% off at checkout. Shout out to them. Most comfortable socks in the world. Crazy comfortable underwear. My goodness. If you ain't got Odd Socks on your feet and ass, what are you doing out in these streets, all right? Go to oddsocksofficial.com. Promo code BOOTLEG. Save 20% off. Let's get back to the interview. What? How? How is the pimping culture in Vegas still very prevalent? Super. I don't think that's ever going to go anywhere. I don't think it's ever going to go anywhere, but we think of like, I was talking to Sharp a little bit about this, just terms of like how that world has evolved. Super, because of the internet. But what's crazy is, man, you can still drive down Trop. Actually, right now, if we go to Trop right now, you'll see about three or four people out there. You know what I'm saying? Or if you just go sit at the high roller bar at any casino. Well, that's, that's, that's a given every time. I think that's why it'll never really go anywhere because mm -hmm. of the casino shit. Oh, super. You got to figure, man, them dudes in the casino, they ain't, they want to leave the table and go straight to the room. They don't want to get on the internet and order nothing. Yeah. You know yeah, no, the, uh, the casino hustle is crazy. I remember I, used, I was such a fucking piece of shit, just drunk asshole. I would go to, I'd go to roulette or crab stables and I would see this like, old ass white dude with like 19 year old black chick, fat yeah. ass, fake tits. Yeah. And I, I would just make things awkward. I'd be like, so how long have you guys been together? <laughs> what's going on here? Yeah. Oh, I know what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, I, think, I think that is one city that, like, like you said, like, just because of like, the element of you're coming down from playing slots, the young lady sits next to you at the slot machine. For sure. It's over with. It's over with. Yeah. It's 
for sure. It's over. Right? But like, then you think of like OnlyFans and the strip club world is so prevalent out there. It's like, it's like wild. Like, shout out to what's the fucking condo spot out there, Panorama Towers? Mm hmm. That's yeah. like Stripper Castle right there. Super. Yeah. That's it's a legendary building right there. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, so, what's coming next? You got the project out now with tons of videos. What's on the way? Um, I'm dropping Problematic April 28th. Um, I got another movie on the way in August. Um, they just hollered at me for a series. Um, something's supposed to be something like Law and Order, so I figured that out at the end of the month. Like acting? Yeah. That's big, man. Yeah. You know, I did like three movies. I've been in like four movies so far. I had no idea. Yeah. So oh, I'm going to send them to you, man. You'll yeah. enjoy it. Are that they shit. on Tubi? Yeah. You know that is, man. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that's, yeah. Have you, have you, like, if you go on Twitter and you just search up Tubi, some of the clips that they pull from these Tubi movies are mm-hmm. hilarious. I've been in four or five, maybe, maybe five. You know, it's to the point where you can just type my name up there on the search and it'll pop it'll up. It'll pop up? Yeah. Like yeah. all your shit? On Amazon Prime, too. If you type my name on Amazon Prime, the movie is a show. Any other artists out of Vegas that you're fucking with that we should know about that maybe we don't know about yet? Man, yeah. It's a couple. Tay Bands is one of them. He's hot. He's super hot. He's, he's about the ladies and stuff like that. Um, you got 20G. He's hot. If I can get him to stop set tripping so much, man. Um, pop out. Hot man, um, two times. This is my boy right there. We got some classics together. Um, and these are artists that are coming out like now, right you know now. what I'm saying? Guys, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a couple of them, man. Forgive me if I don't name you, but um, Weebo's out. Ooh, yeah, it's, it's, some, it's, some, it's, some, it's some artists out there, some new young coming up. How you said you mentioned set tripping, how, how different is the culture on, and the gang shit? in Vegas compared to a place like LA? Um, other than it being really smaller, you know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know, man. I think it's just like, you know, you got real dudes everywhere. Other than like, you know, Vegas got their own, you know, certain gangs and stuff like that. So, but, um, man, I think it's kind of like, it's kind of like the same really, man. You know, they just got to... Um, a lot of people out there doing a lot of dissing and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like right in the music. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's kind of it's kind of a fucked up thing, man. Um, because the police are all over it, and they don't understand that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like people really be telling on themselves nowadays. Well, I from what I understand, Metro has like a a list of rappers. They do. I'm I'm on that list. Yeah. Now I, the list know, I, is I can't perform Las Vegas, Vegas Metro. You, you there's a list of artists who can't perform, right? Mm-hmm. I know Mozzie's on the list. Mm-hmm. I think YG was on the list. He might have been. Nipsey was on the list at a certain point mm-hmm. in time. Shit, I'm, I've been on the list for a minute. They've been, uh, they've been fucking with me for a while to the point where they even told one promoter they were going to put a DUI checkpoint in the parking lot. Jesus. Yeah. And I've never had an issue with no show. And Metro sucks, man. Never had an issue with no I show. I think Metro might be the worst police department I've ever like lived in a place and had to deal with. Yeah. Like I've actually gotten pulled out of a car, shaken down. Money taken off of me. All right, you can go. I ain't gonna lie. They got a different type of attitude. They're fucking crit, bro. My boy DJ Sam I Am, one time outside of uh, Koi, we were at Planet Hollywood, we were leaving. Bro, these cops fucked this dude up. Threw him in the back of the paddy wagon, chipped both his fucking teeth for nothing. It was crazy, bro. It was like, uh, Vegas police are fucking insane. Yeah, they crazy, man. I didn't, boy, 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 I could tell you some stories. They raided my house one time and ended up taking me to jail for a parking ticket. 
It's some like mafia shit. Yeah, they came like, to my we house. Just, we don't like you, so we gonna fuck. Yeah, with they you. came to the house. He didn't find nothing. He told me. I said, man, what's this one? He said, man, he had like a list full of stuff on there: Molly, Coke, everything, every drug you can name was on the list. And I was like, man, ain't none of that here. If who looked me dead in my face, he was like, I know you don't got no drugs here. I know you're smarter than that. He said, but I know you carry a gun. That's all I want to find. Because, you know, my first uh, distribution of weapons charges, you know, if I get caught with another gun, it's like over. It's a problem. You know what I'm saying? So um, I was like, man, I ain't got no gun. And he was like, yeah, you do. He was like, every gangster got a gun. Man, they searched that house for about two and a half hours. Did they find a gun? No. Damn. I didn't have one in there. Right. What's crazy is... um. You know, that's how I know, you know, there, there's definitely a man upstairs. I did have some in the house like 48 hours prior. And my homeboy and my cousin was like, get that shit out of here. I was like, why? There was like a duffel bag. And they was like, I was like, man, don't nobody be over here. Mm. And my dude was like, that's why you don't need him in the house. So I had somebody pick him up and take him out the house. And two days later, the police raided. Jesus. Yeah. I was like, for a parking ticket. Parking ticket. When I got in there, the dude was like, um, you ain't supposed to be in here for this. I was like, yeah, I know. He said, well, why are you here? I said, they raided my house. He said, it must have been clean, huh? I was like, yeah. They kept me in there for like two hours and let me go. That's so fucking crazy. Just like we just, we're, we've decided we're taking you to jail today. Yeah, for a so we're going to find a reason. Yeah. That's fucking insane, man. Oh, yeah. Damn. Well, you've moved, moved on to greener pastures. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm cool, man. Doing the it rap shit. Any, it, ain't no, it ain't no chicks or no cars in jail, man. I'm cool on that. Any other, uh, like, are you are you got any other businesses going on or? Um, right now, just the movies, man. I've been I've been really heavy. Like, I did those couple movies, and you know that's really, it's really beneficial. You know what I'm saying? Like, super, super. Right. So, I've been um I'm I'm trying to do my own. So when I'm trying, I am finna do my own. Bankroll the whole thing. Yeah. Film the whole thing. Mm-hmm. That'd be hard. Well, look, be on the lookout. New project, April 20th. 28th. 28th. Problematic. Problematic for you. Yeah. It's crazy, too. It's, uh, uh, y- y'all know why I called it that once you listen to it. Who was on the, You got a features or anything? No, I don't. It's all me wow. on that one. Yeah. Oh, wait. Dang, I do. Sire the Kid. Oh, he's dope. I got Sire the Kid. Yeah, yeah, he's hard. I got Sire the Kid on there. We got we got a song on there that's crazy, too. He's yeah. super hard. Yeah. That's my guy, man. We got a, We got like four or five songs out already. That's my dude. Well, I appreciate you pulling up, man. And I appreciate you having me. New man. music. Go watch the freestyle. Uh, yeah, man. Keep doing your thing, man. For sure, man. Appreciate it, bro. Of course, brother. You already know. My man. Boom. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.